Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Janika, and today we're going to be discussing 90 Day Diaries. So because 90 Day Diaries are usually shorter episodes, we are going to do some hot goss um, this episode. Um, also, this have, you know, quick announcement that's been kind of the running theme um, for this week. So I have watched The Bachelor, and you'll probably get it after this episode. Um, and I did not realize that they're going to be doing two nights this week. Fuck this. <laughs> kind of pissed with the with what was planned for this. So because we're doing two episodes with Bachelor this week, that means that Merit at First Sight is going to get pushed back to a bonus episode for next week. Only, I can't imagine we'll need to do that again. Um, we'll see how it is with Love and Blind, but um, that will be getting pushed back to a bonus episode, which is unfortunate with um, what happens at the end of the episode, but um, can't do it all. <laughs> With fortunately with Love is Blind, we definitely get really dumped on and um because um do you want to try to get those done before the next batch of apps come out? I do wanna put the focus on on that. So that is what's gonna be happening. Um next thing, blow deck. I did not realize that blow deck did not tape. Did not record when it was on a Monday. Um, came to my attention yesterday. So that means that this week's below deck will not be covered. So we'll see for next week. I will be watching the first episode, but it probably won't be until late next week, um, along with the second episode. So I'm going to just say with, especially with Love is Blind as well, we will not be covering the next two episodes of Below Deck. Definitely won't be. Um, and we'll see how it is with the third episode. And also where we're at with Love is Blind. I believe we're getting three to four episodes the following week with Love is Blind. So there's a possibility that um, Below Deck will just not be covered for maybe the month. And we'll leave it at that. If I have any thoughts or feelings about anything, I might tie it to another episode very quick, but there won't be any episodes. So we'll just say blanket, no below deck this month for the, th- for the first four episodes, no below deck. So with that, just going to reiterate, we are, um, are on break with 90 Day OG and Love and Translation. So there won't be any coverage of those shows, but you will be getting double, double <laughs> Bachelor next week, um, as well as Single Life Diaries. Um, yeah, Single Life Diaries, Maths, Love is Blind. That's it. So that is what we will do. 
And this is also kind of up in the air, kind of just thinking about it now. I might combine a single life and diaries into one episode. Uh, that is to be determined next week, though, just because, you know, this is a little easier. We can kind of maybe do it more of like a hot goss type feel with diaries. So we can do it like that. And just to kind of ease up a little bit with the, um, with the note taking, that's the biggest thing. So we, uh, that's what will be happening. So with that, let's hop into some hot goss. So Rishi of Jen and Rishi has gotten married not long after he announced that he was even engaged. He got married to someone by the name of Maria Ramirez. Um, and they had their multi-day Indian wedding ceremony and yeah, it seemed like it was great. I have, I have some photos of, well, kind of more like just like a photo of her. I don't know if anyone's seen pictures of her. She's very cute. Um, but you know, they're happy, whatever. That's great. Um, Seemed fast, but maybe it just wasn't, and because he just wasn't announcing anything. But I'm pretty sure him and Jen announced their breakup officially in like what was it, September, October. So I think this is kind of done a little quick, but whatever. Congratulations to Rishi. He's found his wife, and hopefully, all is well. And she has no issues living in the family home. So that's kind of that. Next thing, Nick Vial of The Bachelor franchise, who was on two seasons of Bachelorette, had his own season, um, was on Bachelor in Paradise, has his podcast, File Files, you know, he's doing the damn thing. He has um, had a baby with his his fiance Natalie Joy and it's their first child together it's a girl her name is River Rose Vial kind of like that name actually um she was born on February 2nd so she was born on Groundhog Day um so they said on their Instagram in a joint Instagram post that they named um her after Natalie's great grandmother and niece. Um, and they continued by saying that the best part of life starts now. And that's basically it. That's all I have on Hot Goss for this episode. I do have something else for you guys in the Bachelor episode since it's kind of a little more fitting um, with that. But with that being said, let's hop let's hop into the reason that we are here. 90 Day Diaries, Season 5, Episode 5. SOS. So if you need me, darling, don't you hear me? SOS. Okay. Yes, I am going to be singing every single song that it happens because it's ABBA. Come on now. Anyways. <laughs> So first we see Jovi and Yara. It's been a minute since we've seen them. I saw them on Last Resort. And um, yeah, they're at the zoo. 
Yara tells with Mila. Uh, Yara tells Mila that her favorite animal is a flamingo, and all I could think about was the mom and daughter and smothered who have to use the flamingos to walk like a flamingo. Oh God! Anyway, so they mention that they've continued therapy with Doctor Jason Prendergast, who was on the last resort. Um, which is great. It's great that they connected with, with him and they've continued on with him. So a few days later, they're actually going to be doing a session with Dr. Jason. And I guess the major thing that they're talking about right now is the move. They want to finally agree on that. Um, problem is, is whenever Jovi decides to actually bring it up, which is interesting that he's the one who has to bring up the move. And Yara's the one who doesn't want to live in Louisiana anymore. Anyways, anytime he tries to bring it up, it just becomes an argument. You know, I guess maybe he's being pushy about it. But again, he's being pushy about it because you want to move and nothing's happening. But um, I guess you kind of make comments like, well, if you're so eager, then you'd figure it out or whatever. Um. So they've mentioned that their top choices for places that they want to live is either Dallas or Miami. Spoiler alert, they have moved to Miami. Um, so Jovi mentions like the reason that he maybe is pushy about the move is because he wants to ensure Yara's happiness. But then Yara can't just take that because I would take that as a yay. But she can't just take that and be happy with it. She has to literally be like, you want to move too. Don't just make it about me. And that's great here is that Jason's like, okay, can he be, you know, happy about the move and wanting to do the move, but also wanting to do it for your happiness? And she's like, yes, that's fine. And see, that's the thing. You, yes. But I think like she's so concerned with the fact that she maybe she feels like he might resent her because she's making him move. I don't know. But the fact that he is pushing about the move when it's something you want to do, but nothing's happening from it, then then, you know, we don't need to do this back and forth thing of well, he's doing it for himself too. So anyway. Jovi says that he wants to ideally be moved in to a, a new place in six months. So let's get on it. And Jovi does say the biggest problem here is telling my mom that we want to move. Because if you remember, it's been a little while since we've seen them on Happily Ever Afters because we I guess about a year now, because we're coming up to that soon. If we remember, when this was first brought up, Mama Gwen said she was unhappy with the idea of them moving because her and her husband, his stepfather, had just moved closer to them. So again, if we remember, they lived some hours away or whatever. I I think I remember if it was like an hour or an hour and 45 minutes. I can't remember now, but they were, they were pretty far away and they moved closer 
and actually built a home on a property closer to them. And now they're talking about moving to a completely different state. So that's Jovi's main concern now is his mother's reaction to them moving. So they're going to go out to dinner. And Mama Grand shows up, all's good. And then he drops the bomb of, okay, so we're going to be moving. And Mama Gwen is like, this is stupid. You know, we move closer to you guys, which mentioned. And, um, you know, I guess you're going to have to learn. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't like Jovi and Yara said to Mama Gwen, please move closer to us and whatever. They didn't. Mama Gwen and, and her husband made that decision on their own to move closer to them, not knowing what decisions they were going to make. And the thing is, it's like Mama Gwen kind of guilt trips them here and be like, we left our home that we had for 25 years so we can move closer to you guys. And it's like, wait, wait, you guys, from my understanding, made that decision on your own. They did not ask you to do that. So you cannot then guilt trip them into staying in a state that they're maybe not happy in. Obviously, Joey says he's never pictured moving out of state, being far from his family. He's never pictured doing anything like that. But here we are. And, you know, obviously they say you can come see Mila anytime you want, you know, whatever. But you can't guilt trip them into staying. They got to do their own thing. And they say, he's, listen, if we hate it, then we'll come back. But they're, they're going to do this. And I, and I bet they're going to give it a lot of, a lot of try, a lot of effort into making it work. And they're doing it. They're doing it now. I think they've moved out now for like the last couple of months or so. So, you know, you can't guilt trip them into a decision that you made without talking to them about it. Of course, they'll take the help and they'll accept it. They're not going to say, oh, no, don't do it. You know, they're not going to say that, but they are going to um, make that decision. But that's basically it for Jovi and Yara. Not a whole lot. Let's talk about Corny. Oh God, Courtney. Um, so she is packing baby powder in a Ziploc bag and realizes that this kind of looks like I'm going to have a lot of fun in Malaysia. And I'm just like, so then why couldn't you get like one of those travel size powders and put them in there or get like a container or something that you can put that in instead of putting it in a Ziploc bag. So she apparently is only planning to pack all of her stuff in this like one bag. And I'm like, are you nuts? You're going to be there for like, I think she was planning a month. You've booked a one-way ticket to to Malaysia. So, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Nonetheless, we are told here that Mustafa wants her to stay at his place for at least a month. So they're, that's what they're going to be doing. Or are they? We'll see if you didn't watch the episode. So he will say kind of stuff like to her, the kind of like, oh, you know, what if I propose when you're here? 
and all of this. And it's obviously getting her hopes up because that's what she wants. Way too much, by the way. I'm so, I, I love Courtney. She's she's hilarious, but I am her age, and life is too fucking short to be chasing after a man, chasing after a marriage, chasing after children, chasing off all of them. It's way too short. And I feel like her only goal in life is to find a man. And it's it's just we're too good for that. Women we're too good for that. And no, but anyways, enough of that. Let's have fun. So she lands. And guess what, guys? Mustafa is not even in Malaysia. He is still in Pakistan with his family. He was supposed to be here prior to her landing. But yeah. <laughs> so she's going to be staying at his place. I guess she, there's like a key or something. She's going to be at his place waiting for him to show up. So we see two days later, she's still alone. Mustafa hasn't shown up. She's homesick. She's crying. She's regretting a lot of things at the moment. But you know what? She's going to pick herself up and she's going to go sightseeing by herself. So then we see later that week, he had only gotten there four days before. I think he, she landed on a Wednesday and he showed up on a Saturday, like Saturday night. So he left her alone. He left this complete stranger alone in his house. And he does like, you couldn't plan better. Like, do you people, you do talk. If you're supposed to be back at a certain time, then make sure that he was back before you left. Do you know what I mean? Or six of the fucking plan. Because obviously she has to book her ticket for a certain time. So I don't know. This is hot mess. Express. Anyway. He bought her a magnet from Pakistan. Thanks. Anyway, now that he is back, he's still kind of ignoring her. She says not spending time with her. So we see her kind of like telling us that all like the bells are ringing and like prayer time. and whatever the case is and she's like yeah it wakes me up in the morning (laughs) but the biggest thing here that I wanted to say is like I forget what she's like around men like for a longer period of time I forget how she is because it's been so long since we've seen her with Antonio but I don't remember her acting so fucking fake with men like she just kind of was like It's like, it's not cute. Be yourself. And I feel like she doesn't. She has, which I think like all women do to a certain extent. We kind of are like, you know, oh my God. Oh my God, I know. (laughs) Like we don't, like, it's just, but it comes to a point where you stop doing that. And from my understanding is that she's quote unquote known this guy for some time and she's still acting the same way that she probably did before and it's that's irritating and that's annoying and he gets especially at this point in life when you're older you don't fucking have time for this shit and that's i i'm not condoning his behavior because i think he's an asshole but i think like it's just that might irritate people for i i don't know Maybe someone out there kind of likes that, but it's not something long-term. It's annoying. So, so they're going to go sit down because they're going to talk. And she feels like this is like 
the first day that they're actually engaging with each other. She's like, you know, you used to be so romantic before, you know, you got me flowers on the first day. And I was like, wait, you're basing the fact that he bought you flowers on the first day that you met. And you're basing it like that was him being romantic. No, bitch. He's trying to get in your pants. He's trying to get in your pants. He is trying. He's putting his best foot forward, which again, we all do. He's trying to put his best foot forward, just sweep you off your fucking feet into his bed instead. (laughs) When I hear her talking, I'm just like, okay, that's, he's literally trying to impress you, but he's faking his way through it. So, yeah. She just wants to make sure that they were on the same page. She wants someone who has time for her. And he says he does have time for her, but he can't give you 16 hours a day. And the thing is, it's like, I know I referred to him as being an asshole earlier, which I do think he is. But I think he's correct. She wants some guy who is going to give her 16 hour days. That's not realistic. Be happy if you get like two consecutive hours a day. That's amazing. But is but again, again, the idea of having a man up my ass all the time like that, it feels suffocating. It's I would not like that. I want to person who can do their own thing and be happy, you know, and then I can do my own thing and be happy and maybe we'll come. To, I want a cat. Basically, that's what I, I want a cat in a, in a partner. I want you to, you know, be able to go off and do your own thing. But then at the same time, you come and you give me love like an hour a day. <laughs> maybe two. That's, that's my ideal type of relationship but I think that's maybe what he wants to but Courtney is a golden retriever and she needs love all the time so she's like he just doesn't see my perspective no I don't think you see his perspective or really any man's perspective um and she's like, you've changed, Mustafa. And he's like, well, people change. And she's like, I don't like it. But that's exactly it. Courtney, you're stuck in like 18, 19, 20 when you're 32. And people do change. You're ever like evolving, always evolving. Who I was at 20 is not who I am at 32. I don't know that girl. And I would also think by the time I'm like 42, I'm going to say, I don't know who that girl was at 30. We're always changing. The problem is, I don't think Courtney is. (laughs) I think, unfortunately, Courtney's an only child who's been doted on her entire life. And she does have that only child syndrome. It's, It's funny. I actually see a lot of similarities with, um, a lawyer that I used to work with who was also an only child 
and had kind of the same qualities as Courtney. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But nonetheless, let's move on. So the next thing we see, she has left Mustafa's place and she's now at a hotel. She didn't actually see him. She just packed up her shit, texted him and said, bye-bye. And what about her life? But, you know, she's gone back on the apps. She says, I definitely rebound quick because I don't have time to waste. And she's now connected with this other guy named Elvis, who she's going to go on a date with. And she's like, if she, she says that he fixes cars and her dad actually used to fix cars too as a profession. And she says, it's really hard to find guys who fix things. Wait, so wait again, girl. Oh, strive higher because it's just like I mean, I'm not saying I'm a handy person, I am not. I'm not. I can do a few things here and there, or whatever, and take care of myself, but I am not handy. But I also don't expect necessarily my man to be handy or you know, whatever. I don't like this gender thing where it's like, you know, he does the handiwork and the outdoor stuff while I clean and cook and take care of them babies. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what she wants. And I think it's kind of gross. But again, if that's what she wants, by all means. But I feel like, again, just strive, strive higher. So, they are going to be going to this cave that's like these colorful um stairs and it's it's very cool actually um she's like so when elvis gets there she's like let's go around to the birds see if they fly away and she runs to the birds they don't fly away but then eventually they do fly away and she's like oh my god why are you bothering the birds why are you bothering them? They're not bothering you. Why are you bothering them? Leave them alone. They're there doing their own thing. You could have avoided them. Let them sit there and do whatever the fuck they were doing. Leave them alone. I'm so confused. I can't. Anyways. Um, so they do the, the cave thing. Cool, cool. And then a monkey tries to steal her. No, she doesn't try. Does steal her water bottle. And then another monkey is trying to steal her hand sanitizer on her purse. Like she has like the outside carry sanitizer thing on her purse and they're trying to steal it, but unsuccessful with the the hand sanitizer. But she's like, oh my God, I gotta go. I gotta go. Which, listen, once a monkey is trying to steal my shit, I'm also gone. So then they kind of sit down and they talk about, you know, what he kind of wants. We know what she wants, but he does kind of want to, he does say he wants to get married. He wants to have kids. Um, and she's like, oh, he's being so nice to me. I love him. Let's get married. I'm like, Courtney, again, too soon. But anyways, that's it for Courtney. So Ben and Magogany is here. I am so excited to talk about these two people because 
my God, their first season. Again, never talked about it, obviously, because we were in podcasting at the time, but there is no way in fucking hell these people actually worked out. What the first she was a catfish, y'all, okay? She had to have been fake. Then she shows up and she's real, like Maria level real. And it's just like, whoa, okay. And then like it was just so weird. She lived in an Airbnb with buck beds and stuff, and it was just so weird. The whole and the runaway train, the whole thing so weird. And now this guy's acting like he doesn't have fucking money, but doesn't didn't he start a business or something? Clearly some sort of like multi-level type business thing, but didn't he create something? And now he's out here being because no one's buying the cults. But I'm just like, what is happening? And they he looks rough. He needs to stop giving his plasma. <laughs> I think he needs it more than everyone else does right now. Anyway, let's get into it. So he's at the blood bank and he's selling us. He needs money. And like I said, he looks rough. So he says that, um, you know, they got engaged, which is, I think a lot of us know. And then they got married a few months ago. I did not know that they were married. That is insanity they had a civil ceremony but they are going to be doing a religious ceremony soon because they're both religious if you remember like he literally was raised in a religious cult if you remember that too so he says money has been a really big struggle at the moment that's why he's at the blood bank giving his plasma He says that he hasn't been able to do the visa because he guess he doesn't have an income. And it was either they did the visa or he travels to Peru. So he opted to travel to Peru. So 12 hours later, he's, I think he's in Peru or on the way to Peru. I don't know. And he's like, they're meeting at a park fitting because if it's a park or maybe it's a dock or maybe it's a restaurant like they're never meeting in in a home it's so weird anyway meeting at a park she's not there when he's there he's like no surprise yeah because that's the running theme with this girl she doesn't show up when she's supposed to Anyway, he does eventually see her. And he's like, there she is. And he's like running to her. And my girl's just standing there, not even running to him. Nothing. Are you excited to see him? So the next day, they're kind of talking about the wedding, the religious wedding plans. The wedding is going to be expensive and he doesn't have money. And he tells her that, you know, he could do, oh, he could not do the spousal visa. So I guess he hasn't actually told her that he couldn't do it before now, which obviously it's like, okay, so we're going to continue this long. Here's my thing. Forget the religious ceremony. You already got married in Peru. Why not do the spousal visa and get her to the States and then do a religious ceremony in the States with your family? Because I don't know if he had any family at the civil ceremony in Peru, but then you could have just do the religious ceremony in the States. I'm so confused priorities man um 
so she basically said, well, you better put the work in. And, you know, she's like, what if I don't want to anymore? <laughs> and he says, well, I don't want to make you feel bad. I'm not going to make you feel bad. I had to give blood to make enough money to come to Peru. And I'm just like, it was making her feel bad. <laughs> I mean, that ultimately is going to make her feel bad. But nonetheless, something tells me we're going to see them again. But that's it for now with Ben and Magogany. Let's go to Fernanda. That's our last last person. Again, not a lot here that I feel like needed its own episode or just for them to be on the episode. Just not a lot here. She, as we know, she got her travel papers before because she's been to Mexico already, but they're in Mexico now. Um, what's the same again? Nic- Nicola? No, that's not right. Noel. Noel is with her this time because he wasn't with her before. I think he had, um, he had a fight or something, so he wasn't with her. But, um, apparently they're struggling at the moment. Um, something about like their communication or, or better yet, him, um, not being maybe as affectionate as she would want him to be with her and um yeah something like that like she's more of a passionate person you know latinas are more passionate whereas he's maybe a little more like what you see is kind of what you get situation again he's european european men are a little more stone cold have you met andre (laughs) but nonetheless like they're not agreeing with this apparently they've had conversations like this before nothing seems to change she does eventually have a conversation with him about it and you know i guess that's the tone of the conversation was kind of like him saying well this kind of sounds like a breakup and she's like is that what you want you want to break up and he's like no but i'm saying it sounds that way but nonetheless he has to go to a fight in Saudi Arabia when she was actually supposed to go and she's not going now and then he's going to go to Germany to see his family so that's what he's going to do he's going to take they're going to take a few weeks to be part and let themselves think ultimately he was gone for three weeks and he came back and they're fine they're back they're still together they're thriving that's basically it there was not a lot with Fernanda um, I love to see her. I'm happy she's with her family. Um, that's very important to her. Um, but otherwise, nothing else to contribute. But that is it for 90 Day Diaries. I promise Bachelor is going to be so much more fun. I'm so excited. But that's it for now. So if you like what you heard, please share us with everyone in your life. Please also rate and review that helps our growth, which you can do on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we're on every one of your favorite podcast apps. So make sure you hit follow, subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss a single episode. You can connect with us by going to either Facebook or Instagram at Reality Times 2. You can also go to Twitter, TikTok. Reddit at Reality Times to Pod, and you can email us by going to Reality Times Two Don't forget we have our website, which is at solo.to forward slash 
reality times two. And also, don't forget, I have my other podcast with my friend Mikkel called The Next Take Podcast, where we talk about, well, just about everything over there. We're on every one of your favorite podcast apps over there as well. But you can get access to any links, any socials, anything like that by going to our website, which is solo.to forward slash next take podcast. Um, and you also can go to YouTube, which is next take podcast as well. But of course, all of these links will be in the show notes. But that is it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.